are so great. You are so great. Majestic in holiness. Awesome in glory. The worker of wonders. There is no one like you. you, we bless you. Thank you, Lord, that you've come amongst us to reveal your presence and your love. Thank you that you fill this place with your heavenly presence tonight. That as we come to you, so you come to us. with us as your beloved children and we praise you Lord that you have prepared such good things for us we praise your holy name sent Jesus to the cross that we might be saved that love that has called us chosen us set us apart to be your children That love that has taken hold of our lives and placed us in Christ Jesus. That great love that has enabled Christ to live in us. Your great love that has imparted your spirit to us. for that great love which means we are never alone that you are always with us you never leave us you never forsake us you never fail us thank you Lord that your love is unchanging doesn't change with mood or circumstances it's always the same, yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you for the faithfulness of your love. Thank you that it's an eternal love. It's a never-ending love. Thank you, Lord, it's the love that gives, 
the love that imparts, the love that blesses, the love that provides, the love that heals, the love that delivers and sets free. Oh, we praise you for your love, Lord. We thank you that it's the love that makes us rich. That imparts to us all the blessings of heaven in Christ Jesus. And the wonder of wonders. Is that this is the love that you have poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. This same love that you have for us, you have placed within us. So Lord, as we praise you for all these wonderful qualities of your love, we realize that's the love that is already in us by your Spirit. And that we can love others with your love. Not just with our weak human love, not just with our emotional love, not just with feelings. But we can love with that same supernatural, dependable, eternal love that never fails. That love that casts out all fear. We thank you, Lord, that you said that as the Father has loved you, so you have loved us. And that we're to love one another with that same love with which you have loved us. It's your command, Lord. And thank you that you have supplied that love to empower us to obey that command. So, Lord, as we stand in your presence tonight, stand bathed in that love thank you that that love is all over us as well as with, is within us even as we stand here at this moment your love enfolds us covers us envelops us. Because you tell us in your word, you take us right into your love. And that we are to remain in your love. 
to rest in your love, to live continually in your love. Thank you, Lord, that nothing in the whole of creation can ever separate us from your love. Whether we're conscious of your love or not at any moment, still we are in your love and can never be separated from your love. No matter what happens to us, no matter what situation in which we're placed, nothing in the whole of creation can ever separate us from this wonderful love. And we praise you, Lord. Just open your heart and start to pour out your praise and thanksgiving in your own words and in the Spirit. Just thank Him for that love. Thank Him for every way in which He has loved you. Every way in which He's made His love known to you. Every way in which He's poured out His love upon you and poured that love out of you to touch the lives of other people. Praise Him. Thank Him. Thank Him that that love is yours for all eternity. Hallelujah. And you will never be separated from that love. Nothing will ever snatch you out of His hands of love. Praise your holy name, Lord. I think we can sound a little more thankful. Oh, praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Po papara sandaria letu papa papara sandala. Papa paria letu papa para sandaria leno masutari santa. Pora la pasandaria letu papa papa kala sitari sandala. Bora taparia letu papa papa kala sitari now we thank you, Lord, that your purpose is to fill every part of our being with that love. And that's our prayer tonight, that that love that you have imparted to us by your Spirit will be released afresh within our lives into every part of us. So Lord, we, we pray first for that love to take possession of our hearts. 
we surrender our hearts to your love. Do that right now. Engage with God. As you give to him, he will give to you. Just tell him you want his heart of love. Jesus made a wonderful promise that he would continue to make himself known to us so that the Father's love for the Son would be in us. means to enable you to love Jesus just as the Father loves Jesus. To love Jesus in the same way that the Father loves Jesus. You only have to read the Gospels to see how much Jesus depended upon the Father's love. He couldn't do anything himself without the Father's love. That the Father's love for the Son might be in us. Can you pray that tonight? Father, I want that word fulfilled in my life that I will love Jesus with your love. not just with the weakness and the frailty of my own love which is so unreliable undependable but I want to love Jesus with your love Father listen because that's the word of God it's the will of God if you pray that from your heart because that's what you want that's what Jesus will do that's what God the Father will do he will give you his love for Jesus so are you praying that of course you pray it with the faith that God engendered in your heart last night we had that wonderful night of faith last night faith working through love oh hallelujah thank you Lord you say whatever you ask in prayer believe that you have received it don't wait for a feeling because the father's love for Jesus is not a feeling but believe that you have received believe that you are able to appropriate the promise tonight because all the promises of God are yes or an amen in Jesus so thank you Lord that tonight you give me a new love for Jesus. Your love for Jesus. I'm going to love Jesus much more than I've ever loved him before. Because I'm going to have your love for him, Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that that love is consistent. It's always the same. Praise your holy name. Thank you, Lord. You're going to bring us into a new consistency of love, that our love won't fluctuate with feelings and circumstances, but our love will always be the same. It will be faithful. It will be steady. It will be, it will be reliable. It will be dependable that we will always love Jesus with your love, Lord, with your love, Father. No matter what's happening, no matter what challenges we face, no matter what difficulties we're in, we will always be able to love Jesus with your love know that he is greater than the circumstances he's greater than the problems he's greater than the needs he's greater than any situation in which we're placed hallelujah are you thankful to the Lord the father's love for the son in you So thank him now for a heart of love. The Father's love in your heart. We all know the scripture, God loved the world. So he sent his son. That love that sent the son is the same love that he's just put into your heart afresh tonight. It's that love. That love that welcomed back the repentant prodigal son. Kissed him, hugged him, forgave him, restored him, took him into the feast. That's the same love with which God embraces your heart tonight. He enfolds your heart in that love. Can you thank Him? It's not a love that judges. It's not a love that condemns. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. It's not a love that punishes even when we deserve to be punished. It's a love that is merciful. It's a love that is full of grace. It's a love that gives and gives and gives again. It's a love that never comes to the end of what it gives. Can you thank the Lord you're on the receiving end of that love? 
not just tonight, but always, always, every day of your life, you're in that love. And that's the love that is in your heart by the Holy Spirit. to ask God to forgive you for your selfishness all that self-love that gets in the way of his love oh thank you Lord that as your love enters our hearts afresh tonight so it pushes out of our hearts all the stuff that is not of love all the selfishness and the self-concern and the pride and the jealousy. Thank you, Lord. There's no room for all that stuff in a heart filled with your love. Can you believe God at this moment to be purifying, refining that heart with his love. Setting you free from the lust, the greed, the anger, any bitterness. He hasn't given you a bitter heart. He hasn't given you a lustful heart, an angry heart. He's given you a new heart filled with the Father's love for Jesus. love to fill your mind? Do you want that love to take hold not only of your heart but of your mind? Can you pray for God's heart attitudes in your mind? The attitudes that you have will be those of love, not of judgment, not of criticism of others, but of love. Can you believe God will work so in your mind tonight that you will think well of others?
God's been talking to us this week about washing our bodies with pure water. So we present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Can you pray tonight, Lord, fill my body with your love. I want the actions of my body as well as the desires of my heart and the thoughts of my mind to be full of your love. I want beautiful feet, Lord, that walk in your love, hands that reach out with your love. body that is used to serve others with your love. Thank you that my body is a temple of your spirit of love. A holy love. you say, I am to love others with the same love with which you've loved me. You've loved me by pouring that love into my heart, into my mind, into my body. So now, Lord, I want to see the outworking of that. to love others with your love. Lord, as I touch the lives of other people, I want them to receive your love through me. In whatever way is right in those particular circumstances. That as Jesus said, a river of life, a river of love will be flowing out of my body from deep within me. The love that is expressed in your compassion. A love that wants to give, a love that wants to bless a love that wants to encourage others, a love that wants to build them up, a love that wants to serve, a love that wants to help them. Thank you, Lord, for that love. Lord, you say there's no fear in love. If you're one of those who is afraid to reach out and touch the lives of others with love, you know, if you're one of those who 
wants to keep yourself to yourself, then God's going to change you tonight. He doesn't want you to keep yourself to yourself. He wants you to give himself to others. You can't do that when you keep yourself to yourself. So can you thank him that his love sets you free from all fear? It's his word. It drives out, it casts out all fear. You don't have to fear to be loved and you don't have to fear to give love. Come on, because God is bathing you in that love, filling you with that love. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus said you are to love one another as I have loved you. There's no greater love than this, that a man lays down his life for his friends. And you are my friends if you do what I command you. Will you live as a friend of Jesus? only live as a friend of Jesus if you love others as he has loved you. If you live to bless, to serve, to give, to help, to encourage. And Jesus promises the measure you give is the measure you will get back good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. But if you don't give that love, you don't get the overrunning measure. You miss out. If others miss out because you don't pour out that love to them, you're the one who misses out even more. Because God could have poured so much more back into your life. It's you know, the more of his love flows out of us, the more of his love will flow into us. He'll just keep pouring that love in so we're overflowing, constantly overflowing. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows, David said. That oil is the Holy Spirit, that oil is the spirit of love. Do you want an overflowing cup? Come and then talk to the Lord. Don't just think thoughts. Talk to him. Keep talking to him. He says, whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you believe. I mean, this is a, this is a time to receive from God. Not just to hear what he's saying. Jesus can you tell him Lord I want to live as your friend I want to live as a friend of Jesus because I do what you say 
And I seek to love others with that same love with which you've loved me. And I praise you, Lord. I bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. A new command I give you. As I have loved you, so you are to love one another. Can you thank him tonight that he's brought you into a body of love? This is what the church is, the body of Christ who is love, the body of love. That you're surrounded by love and all the other members of the body all filled with the same love. Jesus prayed, Father, may they be one. Can you thank him that that love unites you with all the other members of the body? That you belong to them and they belong to you? That you're of the same family because you share the same love? You have the same spiritual DNA. that DNA was to be analyzed, the test would show that every other one of those in the body is your brother and your sister. And the spiritual DNA is even more reliable than a physical DNA because it's eternal. Hallelujah. And you thank the Lord that you have a spiritual DNA and that all the other members of the body are family. Your brother, your sister, even those you don't know. Even those perhaps who in the past you've been afraid of. actually their family they're your family because you're part of his family can you thank him for that can you let the Lord know tonight that you will let yourself be loved by your brothers and sisters. You won't be independent. 
You won't be standoffish. You won't say, no, I can manage everything myself. Thank you very much. But as God calls you to love and to serve others, so can you reassure the Lord tonight that you'll let others love and serve you? Because that's how we get bound together in love. By giving and receiving from one another. in a family of love like that Lord so even when we're in a need we, we're never alone we don't have to fight the fight of good faith on our own that we're part of a body of people that will love us and support us and help us and encourage us can you thank the Lord for that You see, it's not a matter of going to church, is it? Or going to meetings. It's a matter of being church. Of being the body of Christ. Of being a body of love. Oh, it's a body of power and authority and all kinds of other things. God will bring us into the revelation of those things in due course. But tonight... He's focusing on the love. Praise you, Lord. Let's just hear Hallelujah. what Jesus says about this love that he pours afresh into our hearts and lives tonight. says whoever has my commands and obeys them he is the one who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love him to him. Can you thank the Lord for the love that gives you the motivation to obey the Lord? A heart of love is a heart of obedience. Not legalistic obedience, not an obedience forced upon you, but 
but a love that is a, an obedience that is the consequence of that love. So then a little later, Jesus says, if anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My Father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me will not obey my teaching, my words. So the only proof of our love is obedience to the word of God, doing what he says. Can you give to him tonight a fresh and obedient heart? See that heart into which he's poured the spirit of love. He's done that so that love becomes an obedient heart. You don't obey the Lord because that's something that you ought to do, but because of the love that's in your heart. And when you obey the Lord, you have these wonderful promises. He who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love him and show myself to him. promises my father will love him the one who obeys and we will come to him and make our home with him the father and the son make their home with the obedient can you thank him that the father and the son come and make their home in you or have already made their home in you because you're already seeking to live in that loving obedience. You may not always do that perfectly, but that's your heart desire to please God. commands well first is you're to love one another as I have loved you and later Jesus is to pray that where there's that love there is unity and he says father may they be one so that the world will know that you have sent me and that you have loved them even as you have loved me see what Horsham needs, Crawley needs, Worthing needs, Burgess Hill needs, 25 mile radius needs, the whole nation needs. So people who love one another, then that is going to cause people to believe. They're going to be drawn into a body of love. Everybody, everybody in the world wants to be loved. There are people, people out there in the world, all over Horsham tonight, there are people that are looking for love and can't find it. They don't know where to find it. They don't know where to look for it. 
They've tried looking at it in relationships and relationships have failed. They've been deserted, they've been divorced, they've been let down. This has happened, that has happened. They want a love that's secure, a love that is sure, a love that is certain, a love that fully accepts them. They don't know where to find it. And it's here. And it's for us to reveal that love. It's for us to have the reputation. You want love, go to Kingdom Faith. That's where you'll find love. That's where you'll find God in His love. Just see the way those guys love one another. You'll want to be part of that action. You'll want to be part of that. You'll want to be drawn into that love. God that he's made you such part of such a body of love come on we're going to see the fulfillment of God's purpose aren't we if we experience breakout what is going to break out well the first thing that's going to break out is love because <laughs> if it's God it's going to be love because God is love hallelujah so Lord we're looking forward to a breakout of love all over this town, all over this area, all over the 25-mile radius, just a breakout of love. And Lord, there'll be a lot of other things that would accompany that love, but we know that if it's faith without love, it's nothing, it's empty. But there's no power apart from love, that your love brings power into people's lives. So we praise you, Lord, we bless you. We're not going to see a release of power without the release of love. So we thank you, Jesus. Then later, the Jesus, Jesus says this, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. Even Jesus, you see, in his humanity, if he was to stay in a relationship of love with the Father, then he had to obey the commands of the Father, even to the point of going to the cross. What is love? Love is not just something you have. Love is a relationship. Why has God poured his love into your heart because he wants to come and make his home with you. Because he wants you to live in that relationship where you're in him and he's in you. I mean, why should God want to live in you and to have you living in him? It seems extraordinary. The creator of the universe loves you personally so much that he's called you, he's chosen you, and he says, I, I want to live in relationship with you. It's as if God is saying, my love cannot be complete without loving you and being loved by you. Because I've chosen you to be my child. It's amazing. Isn't it amazing? Can you thank the Lord? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he says, 
you'll continue in that love if you obey my commands. Keeps repeating the same thing, doesn't he? In the same, in a different way, but saying the same thing. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. If we were to go to John's first letter, we would see that John is saying the same thing because he's the one that heard Jesus say all these things. And he wrote his letter about 50 years after the gospel, after the ministry of Jesus, 50 or 60 years later. And he'd had 50 or 60 years of experiencing that love in the Spirit. Hallelujah. So can you thank the Lord for an obedient heart? You might need to say, oh Lord, I realize there's been so much disobedience, but I thank you for that precious blood that we've just been singing about. And I thank you that that precious blood cleanses me from all the disobedience, cleanses my heart from all the selfishness, that now, Lord, I want to obey your commands, to love others as you have loved me. So what else does he command? Well, he says, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. Where did the Father send him? He sent him into the world. So where is the Father sending you? Out into the world. with that love there's a harvest waiting to be reaped Jesus says look around you see the fields are white ready for harvest what's God doing during these 21 days he's getting us ready for a time of harvest amen He's going to send us out. It's not just that people are going to come because they're looking for love. We're going to take that love out. In all kinds of different ways, we'll be touching the lives of people that don't know Jesus with his love. He's going to provide more and more opportunities, more and more relationships where we can touch the lives of others with the love of God. And that love is going to be so dynamic in your life that it will actually transform people as they receive that love. Things will happen to them. They will come under conviction of sin. They will want to be saved. Sometimes they will fall on their knees before God because some, at last, they've encountered love. And they need that love. And they will want that love. Can you believe this? I said, can you believe this? Can you pray this then? Lord, I want to be a reaper, not just a sower. I want to be a reaper. I want to take your love into the lives of others. I want to see them coming out of darkness into your light. Thank you that you haven't loved me for myself. You've loved me so that you can love others through me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus.
Kora la basandaria leto papa papara sandana. Ora taparia leto papa papara sandara masina. Papa para sandaria leto papa para sandara masina. Now listen. All God's purposes are people. God doesn't revive institutions. He doesn't revive denominations. He revives people. He doesn't save churches. He doesn't save structures. He doesn't save organizations. He saves people. He didn't die for organizations. He died for people. What is a church? It's a body of saved people. Hallelujah. So if we have a heart that's filled with the love of God, he gives us a love for people. Yeah, we love one another, but we will love anybody that's around to be loved because we have hearts of love. Can you pray tonight and say, Lord, give me a love for people. I don't want to judge people that I come across in Swan Walk or in the supermarket or wherever else, Lord. I want to have a love for people. I want to have a compassion for people. Even for those neighbors, even for the difficult neighbors, Lord, I want a love. I want your compassion. I want to see people with the eyes of love. Hallelujah. I want to see them with your eyes. I want to have a heart of compassion. Lord, give me, give me a heart of love for the lost. That I won't stand in judgment or be in pride because I'm saved and they're not. And I have what they don't have. But no, Lord, give me a hunger to see souls that are saved. People brought out of darkness into light. Come on, pray, pray, pray. Pray it. Pray it. Kora la basandaria letu papa papara sandaria. Papa para sandaria letu papa papara sandaria. Papa para sandaria letu papa papara sandaria. Papa para sandaria letu. You know, when Jesus came into the world with love, he wasn't always welcomed in the synagogue. I mean, they put up with him for a while and they'd kick him out because he was too hot to handle so he was out on the mountain sides thousands of people were coming to hear him to receive the good news of God's love but who was there in the crowd not the religious ones they stood on the edge of the crowd, criticizing. Why do they criticize Jesus? Because in the crowd were the prostitutes and the outcasts, the crooks, the swindlers, the cheats, the liars. The religious ones criticized Jesus for eating with them and having anything to do with them. And 
Jesus' attitude was, I haven't come to save self-righteous people. I've come to save sinners. I want sinners in my crowd. I don't want just a crowd of saved people. I want sinners in the crowd so they can become saints, so they can come out of sin and be delivered out of darkness. Hallelujah. Come on. We want to believe, we want to believe that, that this church, you know, that we'll, go, we'll, we'll be out there where the sinners are. But also, you know, on a Sunday, many sinners will be here. Why? Because there's been contact made with them out there in the world. We want sinners in the crowd. We don't want just nice people. Hallelujah. Jesus didn't die for nice people. He died for sinners. Hallelujah. He didn't die for self-righteous people. He died for those who know they're sinners. Blessed are those who know their need of God because the kingdom of God is theirs. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we want to reach sinners. We want to reach them where they are. We want to draw them into your body, into, into your kingdom. Lord, we want to harvest. We want to see hundreds of souls saved every year in this place. We thank you, Lord, for all those that have been saved in recent months. But Lord, that's, that's, just, that's just line and hook bringing in the odd fish. Lord, we want a net. We want a big net here. We want a big net. We want to cast our, our nets on the other side where the fish are. And we're going to bring in a mighty harvest by your mercy, by your grace. But Lord, we can only reach those we love. We cannot reach those we judge. We cannot reach those we avoid. We can only reach those we love. So I pray, Lord, that you give us a love for sinners. Not a love for their sin. We're not going to join them in what they're doing. But give us a love for sinners. So we can reach sinners with your love. Thank you, Lord. You don't pour your love into us for any selfish motives of our own just so that we can say oh Jesus loves me and it's so wonderful yes it is but it's so that we can love one another and be a body of love that is reaching sinners with the love of God that's what it's all about the church is the only organization that exists for those that are not its members the church doesn't exist for its members exists for those that are not its members. Hallelujah. Come on, Jesus. We bless you. We praise you. Can, can you see? I mean, God was talking to us last night about faith, you know. Faith sees. Can you see? Can you see in your spiritual 
mind's eye tonight. Can you see a harvest of sinners coming into the kingdom of God here in the coming months? Can you see that? Can you believe that? I mean, you know, Jesus says, look, if any two of you agree concerning anything, it will be done. I mean, are there two of us that can agree it? Are there more than two of us that can agree it? Are we ready to pray for it? Are we ready to work for it? Are we ready to be available for God to use us in whatever way so that it can all come about? Are we ready for that? Does the love of God so take hold of our hearts that we will live to see his kingdom come and his will being done in Horsham, in Crawley, in Worthing, Burgess Hill as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. I think God wants to hear some prayer now. Why don't you pray? Why don't you? Why don't you express all this to the Lord from your own heart? Let me tell you what's going to happen. Let me tell you what's going to happen. As a result of what God does in these three weeks, you're going to be different. And something different is going to flow out of your life. And you will find that you will talk to people that have you may have talked to them before. And they, they may have shown no interest in the gospel. But when you talk to them, because of the new thing God does in you, they're going to listen. And some people that have been the most offensive, they're going to come to the Lord. Their opposition is going to get broken down simply because of the anointing that is upon you. It's not, not because of what happens here on a Sunday. But it's because you take that love of the kingdom out to where people are. People at work that might have laughed at you and scoffed at you and become Christian, they're going to become Christians themselves. Because something's going to change. But the change begins in us. Hallelujah. There's going to come a holy boldness upon the believers here. You know, we're going to be bold. We're not going to be put off. Even, even if sometimes there's rejection, we're not going to be put off. We're not going to shut up. We're not going to be silent. We're going to say, no. The salvation of your soul is much more important than our feelings. We're not going to be intimidated. We're not going to be intimidated. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Some of you that have never led anybody to the Lord, 
You're going to lead people to the Lord. Hallelujah. The love is going to break down the opposition. You know when people oppose you, if you just keep loving them and praying for them, the love always wins in the end. Thank him. Praise him. You know, these times that we're having are not just so that we have a consumerism time, a consumeristic time of consuming God for ourselves, but God is working deeply in our lives for the so that, isn't he? So that we can be fruitful, so that other people's lives are going to be impacted that's that's what he's doing uh, he's not just giving us a great time where we walk away and say wow that was amazing what a great time we're actually spending time with him and he is infusing himself into us in a fresh way so that what happens in us how we live is going to be different and it's going to be amazing how many of you want to be leading people to the lord over the next few weeks and months how many of you how many of you want to lead people to the Lord? Jen, you know, I, while, just while we were praying over here, I, I just believe God was saying to me, on Saturday, this Saturday, 10 o'clock here, we'd take an hour, hour and a half max, 10 o'clock. If any of you want to know, how do you lead somebody to the Lord thoroughly, properly, not just say a quick prayer, that, that, that doesn't get people saved right um, if you want to know then here at 10 o'clock then we're going to meet I don't mind if there's 5 of you 50 of you 150 of you I'd rather it be the bigger scale because more people want to lead people to Christ but we're going to have a time of just training I'll give you some stuff to take with you as well but be for an hour or so there won't be any worship anything like that we're just going to come we're going to be in here I'm going to just go through how do you lead somebody to the Lord? How do you lead them through repentance? How do you lead them through surrendering everything to the Lord? How do you then see them baptized in the Holy Spirit? And how do you see them released in tongues? What about that? So we're going to, so 10 o'clock here. Anybody that wants to be here, don't mind who, whatever, here 10 o'clock, all right? Because if we're serious about responding to God, there's always next steps. And a next step is, right, I want to get equipped as to how to lead somebody to the Lord. And, and I believe what God's going to do as we do that is going to just increase your faith and expectancy for, to be able to do that and see that happen in people's lives. Not just sometime in the future, but now, today, in the next few weeks, over the next few months, in terms of what God does in our lives. Is that all right? So part of the next step and outworking of what he's been doing last night in regards to faith and today in, in regards to his love is right. Well, I want to. I want to be equipped to go and help people come to Christ in a powerful way. You know, and and that will give you confidence, not just in yourself, but confidence in God to go and, and do that and see that happen. Is that all right? 
So if anybody's up for that, 10 o'clock here Saturday. Tomorrow we're praying at 6 in the morning here. There's an 8 o'clock meeting at Rafi. Uh, there's a 1 o'clock prayer meeting at Rafi. And then there isn't a meeting here tomorrow night. Uh, you can get your breath back for a bit. Um, but then Sunday in all our congregations, 10 o'clock, we're going to have a powerful time.